Hi everyone, welcome back to Happiest, episode number 43, Unlearning How to Be Unhappy. Welcome, I'm your host Susan Chattis. I'm an author, artist, and teacher, and a very happy member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And just like you, I'm out to find the happy. In this podcast, we will be searching to find the happiest moments in every situation. These are some of my stories. I hope they will help you feel lifted, happy, and hopeful as you search for your own happy in this journey we call life. So are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast today. Last time we talked about the visibility scale and how truly seeing yourself more clearly will help you on your journey to find the happy. So today we are going to talk about unhappiness and how to unlearn it. I know I talk a lot about my experiences as a teacher but I learned a lot about so many things while I was a teacher who was still also learning how to learn to be a teacher while I was busy teaching my new learners. Does that even make any sense? I did love being a teacher. No, really, I loved all of it. I loved their faces. I loved their laughs and their giggles. I love their brains and their questions, and especially I love the moment when they learned something they didn't think they could do, and then they found out they did it. I loved teaching little cute third graders and great big seventh graders. I worked hard at learning how to teach learning, and then one year in pre-algebra, I learned that I needed to learn how to teach my students how to unlearn also. In math, I think especially when students begin pre-algebra, things they had thought were true earlier are now not completely true later. For example, in first grade, a teacher might have taught them that they can't subtract a bigger number from a smaller one. Years later, though, when they are introduced to integers and begin to know negative numbers, there is some unlearning that needs to happen. Some students need to unlearn the way they learned how to subtract, multiply, or divide multi-digit numbers. Not any fault of their teachers, but sometimes a student thinks they've got the steps to long division figured out. They tell me they know how to do it because they've been doing it that certain way for years. Learning has become cemented in their brains as they have repeated those steps over and over again on possibly long homework assignments, only to finally discover that what they had been practicing all along was wide of the mark and their answers incorrect. Depending on how long the assignments were, they may have now practiced and learned many times over and over how to do that problem wrong. When division is finally introduced again in pre-algebra class with its variables and algebraic equations, before they can learn the new, they may first need to unlearn 
what they have learned wrong from before. In all of our lives, in all of our learning, I think there's always going to be some unlearning that we'll need to learn. I think about the first time I went skiing, there was a lot of unlearning that day of what I thought would bring me safely down the hill. And then there was a lot of relearning as I practiced sliding down the hill without my skis. I think some people called it falling. And then I was ready to learn the real way to ski. Snow plowing was soon obtained. In all of our happyology learning, I wonder if there might be some happyology unlearning that needs to also take place. Maybe on our journey to learn how to be happy, you've been practicing it over and over again, only to find out you had some unhappy habits that were missing the mark on your journey to find the happy. Maybe you were told when you were little that life isn't about being happy, and maybe you were told it really is impossible to subtract large numbers from smaller ones, when suddenly you find out your mission to be happy isn't impossible at all, but achievable, probable, and possible. And yes, you really can subtract large numbers from smaller ones. So then, what is the definition of unhappiness? Unhappy means more than just being sad or full of sorrow. Unhappiness can mean feeling unsatisfied, discontent, or lonely. Dolefulness is sadness caused by grief or affliction. Forlornness is a feeling of being forsaken. Unhappiness can come from regret. And unhappiness can mean feeling inadequate or dejected. Do any of those synonyms sound familiar to you as they do to me? We've all had the unhappy in each of our lives. Of course we have. I believe there is no such thing as a bad emotion because I think all emotions give us information. They can give us clues and signals like telling us to avoid something or go towards something. Fear is not a good feeling or one we usually desire, but it can get us out of the way when danger is coming. No one likes to feel disappointed or discouraged, but being able to feel these feelings and then express them can let others know when we need help and comfort from them. No emotion is good or bad, but every emotion has its purpose and place. The bottom line is that you get to decide which emotion you want to have and then use that emotion to help you show up in the world the way you want to show up. Many years ago, I asked another teacher at work if she would help me on an important project I was working on. When she told me no, I felt let down, disappointed, and soon those feelings led even to anger. I thought how I wasn't ever going to help her again, and I told myself that next time I saw her, I would not look at her or even say hi. And then I decided to stop 
thinking that way. The words that immediately jumped into my head instantly led to my downhill emotion run. That right away led to my decision to get back at her and to let her know how I felt. The next thing that came into my mind was that being angry and showing up with resentment and rage was not who I wanted to be. That is not how I wanted to show up at school or in the world. So I stopped that downward slope of my negative thoughts and pushed my brain to words and sentences that would lead me to an action of what I wanted to be in the world, how I wanted to show up. I remember I went into wonder mode. I wondered if she was swamped and maybe she needed my help with something. And then I went into curiosity mode. I was curious if maybe there was something else in her life that was adding to her anxiety. And then the next time I saw her in the hall, I went into kindness mode. I waved and said hi, and we stopped and talked about what the math test was supposed to be for Friday. That's how I want to be in this world, and I love it so much that it is my choice of how I choose to show up. Now, I want you to think for yourself, what happens to you when you have learned how to have the happy in your life? When you are having a happy day or a happy moment, what are your actions? What happens at work when you feel happy or at school? What happens when you pass a test? And what happens when you feel happy but you don't pass the test? What if you don't win the lottery? What happens then? When you feel happy, you are able to keep moving forward. You are quick to recover. You use your confidence and decide you will do better next time. You reach out to others and you look up at the good in your life and the good in the world around you. Now, let's do the opposite. Think of the opposite of happy and what happens in your life when you haven't learned how to have that happy feeling yet. When we have unhappiness's feelings of defeat, discouragement, and disappointment, and when those feelings take over our lives, we might stop moving forward. We might stop believing the good that we do and the good we have in our lives. And instead of being lifted above challenges and trials that will surely come, those same difficulties and sufferings might put us down, keeping us down in a place we don't want to be. So how do we unlearn how to be unhappy? The beauty of unlearning is that it makes room for new learning to take its place. Unlearning unhappiness number one. I used to think that my happiness came from my current state of affairs, my situation, the setting that I'm in, the condition of everything that was happening around me. 
I had to unlearn unhappiness by learning that I am in charge of how I want to feel in any state of affairs my life may want to hand out to me. If I run out of gas on the way to the train station, I feel grateful for the wonderful family who stopped to help. If my driveway has three-foot drifts of snow, I get out my blanket and hot chocolate that my dear brother and sister-in-law gave me, and I enjoy the view of the snow from my window. I had to relearn that no other person besides me can control how I feel about anything. You are in charge of your mood. Your family, your boss, your kids, your car, the weather, they don't have the power to unhappy you. If you're upset by something, it's because of your own evaluation of what's happening and how you choose to think about it. Even when they don't seem like choices, your thoughts are a choice that you choose. The words in your mind, the sentences in your head, you have an option to view your circumstances as something that could either bring potentially amazing things or unbearable things. Happiness is just on the other side of choice. And in my life, even though I know there will be days when it will rain on the parade, I find in my life, I would rather smile than frown. I would rather laugh than cry. I choose to be happy. A favorite quote from sweet Marjorie Pay Hinckley that I always think about. She said, quote, I'd rather laugh than cry. Crying gives me a headache. End quote. I love that. Unlearning unhappiness number two. I used to think that my happiness would come when certain things happened in my life. I had to unlearn unhappiness by learning that happiness is not about the if I just had, or if I just found, or if I just was. Enduring happiness doesn't come from a bigger house, a better job, or even winning the lottery. Being happy is a consequence of our thoughts, our current thoughts, thoughts about where you are right now. The present moment right now is the only moment available to us, and it is the door to all other moments, the door to happy. We sometimes think that there will be a point on the horizon that once we reach it, then all will be great with the world and then we can be happy. But actually, there is no such point. The only point you ever have any control over is this moment. We can choose if we will be happy. I love the phrase, if not now, then when? I think it is my new find the happy mantra. Are you happy now? Or are you thinking that you will be happy when you lose 10 pounds? When you have sculpted arms, when you get married, when you get divorced, when you write a book, when you get that promotion, when you change your career. Maybe you think you'll be happy when you retire, 
when you have that new car, when you buy that house, when you pay off your mortgage, when interest rates go back down, then you'll be happy, right? If not now, then when? When we embrace the todays of our lives, the right nows of our life, and grasp that this moment is the only place and time in which we have any influence or choice, then we can add more of the happy to our life. Unlearn unhappiness by learning to love the right now. Learn how to be fully engaged in the present moment. Happiness is gratitude for the day, this day. Contentment for life, your life. Joy for your journey, this journey. Unlearning unhappiness number three. I used to think that my happiness came as a judgment of how I compared myself to others. I wanted to be like them, teach like them, be a mom like them, go on vacations like them. I had to unlearn unhappiness by learning who I really was and understanding my own individual uniqueness. I had to learn that I can be happy just being me, my likes and my dislikes, my gifts and talents, and my lack of gifts and talents all made me who I was and made me who I could be as I contribute to the world around me in my own way. I also had to learn that sometimes some things I could do were miraculous and other times things turned out messy, but I learned that it's okay to be me. Have you unlearned unhappiness by learning who you really are? A spectacular, beautiful, amazing, unique collection of 37 trillion cells, a wonderful human, a remarkable child of God. It's okay that you are miraculous. Go ahead and be miraculous. And it's also okay that you are messy sometimes. Go ahead and learn from the messy. Unlearn unhappiness by learning that your worthiness of love, your purpose and reason you are here, and your belonging is not conditional. Your worth is not dependent on grades, success, or achievement. You are worthy of love and belonging just as you are. You are not lost, just learning. You are not broken, just human. You are not damaged, just realizing. You are here. You matter. You're worthy by being who you are. In Charles Dickens' book, Oliver Twist, he tells the story of a young orphan boy named Oliver and his adventures in 19th century England. Setback after setback, Oliver's quest is to find security and happiness. He lives in a harshly run orphanage until being sold as an apprentice to a cruel undertaker. Oliver soon runs away and falls in with a gang of boys 
who are trained by Fagin to be pickpockets. In the musical adaptation, one morning Oliver wakes up in a beautiful new home and sings about how happy he is. The words to the song go like this. Who will buy this wonderful feeling? Such a sky you ever did see. Who will tie it up with a ribbon and put it in a box for me? I love that story and the song. But I think I have also had to unlearn what I thought happiness was. Happiness isn't something we can just buy and keep it in a box on the shelf. Happiness is a magical new beginning that brings a wave of deep peace and paves a road for the life you feel called to live rather than the one you learned you had to reside in. You are the author of your own happy. You are the guardian of your joy. It's your choice to be happy. What are you doing in your own life to keep your soul aloft? It's not always easy. There are days when your life will soar and there are days when it will not. But there are many things you can do to add lift to your life. Even on those days when the string gets all tangled around your feet, you will be able to look for the happy. That's what this podcast is all about. We're going on a journey together to look for the happiest moments in everyday life, in all situations, that will help you to keep your soul aloft. Be ready, because together, we are out to find the happy. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a really good rest of your day, and get ready today to unlearn how to be unhappy, and then you will be able to find the happy. Bye for now. See you next time.